Maybe the most valuable thing that will come out of this post-Trump period and now the debacles of the Biden administration is putting to rest many speculations that have existed since the beginning of time, is what does good governance look like and why is bad government the perpetuation of all that is evil in the world? Because of the Trump administration, we had several examples of great government. We saw firsthand what bad government was in contrast to the aftermath of Joe Biden and the reaction the bad guys out there in the world had to the prospect of good government. I have spent much of my adult life looking and fighting for the prospect of good government like a good sheriff wants to bring justice to the town they live in, only to find it ripe with criminal elements profiting off misfortune and chaos. When Trump was elected, he accelerated the plans of a vast criminal underclass that had been eroding our country for many years. But finally, with a new sheriff in town, we could take theory and put it to practice. The result was what good government should look like protecting individual rights and the safe foundation for a prosperous country. One of the creations of this new kind of good government with a new sheriff in town kind of mindset was Ron DeSantis, who has redefined what a good governor of a state looks like. He's certainly his own man, aside from President Trump. Still, Trump brought executive-level leadership into vogue in politics. DeSantis from Florida was the first to fully utilize those gifts in a way that has now shown a light for all the future to see, which of course, led to a clash with the Disney company that has turned out to be like the shootout at the OK Corral with legendary figures like Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday. But this shootout wasn't with guns, it was over finance, and the massive impact that money management firms have over modern corporations, and the way the bad guys have now tried to attack America through woke policies and desecrating social impacts meant to take down what used to be one of America's top family-friendly companies, the entertainment company that Walt and Roy Disney built to remind America what America was always meant to be. The Don't Say Gay Bill is the kind of legislation that a good government should propose in any healthy society to protect families in their development. Nobody in their right mind believes that it is a good idea for children to be exposed to sexual elements in their early years, from kindergarten to the third grade. No child should be thinking about sex in those years, there are millions of other concerns. They shouldn't have so many enemies to legislation intended to protect kids from discussions that are already on the wrong side of history. But what was shocking was just how committed Disney as a company showed itself to these kinds of social desecrations. When we think of Disney, we think of Main Street USA, which is the way Walt Disney intended it. The kind of America where you could buy fancy chocolates in Victorian-style buildings with white picket fences and the glory of private property ownership looming over everything. But over time, we have seen the Disney Company, and lots of other big corporations for that matter, descend into extreme left-leaning politics intent to undo everything that America stands for. To some extent, we put up with it. Getting what was good out of Disney while holding our nose at what we saw was becoming bad. But quite shockingly, which is part of the woke culture of most corporations these days that left-leaning activist money managers control, like BlackRock and State Street, the control of money through publicly traded companies have become the weapon of choice to attack America and the lives Walt Disney meant to preserve, undoing them from within with radical boards of directors and executives that nobody would have considered hiring a few decades ago. Now they were radical political extremists who were running everything, and their social intention was to introduce gay sex and perverse sexual lifestyles to children as early as possible, with only one purpose in mind, the destruction of their minds for a social cause that is as anti-American as one could possibly conceive. The balancing act in good government, as opposed to bad government, creates conditions where businesses and the lives they feed can thrive. But when they are working against those individual lives, to step in and provide protection. 
It's like the difference between a Wild West town overrun by cattle rustlers and scandalous gamblers, prostitutes, and killers until a good sheriff comes to town to clean it up. Of course, the bad guys won't be happy with the effort, and they will fight back for their own preservation. But in America, the classic gunfighter who comes to town with only a gun and the law at their back often did such a thing which allowed the town to survive and give the people living within it a chance at a happy and productive life. That concept carried America into being the world's top economy. And it is that which the bad guys in the world want to undo, desperately. They have infected the Disney company through the many investment firms of BlackRock, Vanguard and State Street and imposed on them ESG scores which have removed the traditionalists loyal to the Walt Disney vision and replaced them with what I call the purple-haired people-eaters, the desecrators of Davos types who want global communism and a one-world order starting with the icons of American industry. They don't care if Disney is destroyed in the process, they just want to see the sheriff run out of town so they can have an easy time at crime and malice. Good government, in this case, stays in town and enforces the law on the bad guys, and that is precisely what Ron DeSantis had done in Florida by threatening to remove the special privileges that Disney had enjoyed there and fighting back when the economic powerhouse showed its intentions to attack the Don't Say Gay bill after the legislature supported it as represented by the people of the state. The plan all along by these liberal attackers was to embed themselves into our corporations and force us to accept their ways of desecration to get some little memory of what they once meant to us. The desecrators want to destroy the idea of all American life and the families of its creation. Under those conditions, we need government to preserve the constitutional intentions of life in America from the influences that invade our country in ideas and Trojan horse-style influence. The surprise that the woke political left has now had is Ron DeSantis standing up to Disney instead of doing what most all other governors would do, which would be to cave to one of the biggest economic influences in American life. Most governors would be eating out of the hand of Disney. Instead, DeSantis is doing what all good executives would do, and that's always keeping in mind the big picture and the constitution for which he serves. And in so doing, it has brought to Florida something far more valuable than Disney as a tourist resort. He has confronted the bad guys in the street and brought them down for all to see, and people are standing behind DeSantis, not Disney. And this clear message is being noticed by the attack vectors of the desecrators of Davos, who did not think such a thing would happen, and it has them in a bit of a panic. The government was being a good referee, which should have always been its function, not an active player on the field tipping the scales toward the corrupt influence who wanted to win the game without playing by the rules. I've seen this process developing for a long time, but now it is in practice, and it's not President Trump who is doing it. Instead, it's the next generation of a new kind of politician. And it is one of the best examples of good government that we have seen in America to date. Rich Hoffman. Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.